Welcome to episode 133 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and this week I am joined by Kevin. We set out to talk about the 1974 Robert Mitchum movie Yakuza, but got sidetracked by the amount of uh, superhero news that happened this week. So what we've got for you is a shorter episode talking about all of the superhero Marvel comics news and nonsense that happened this week, from Pedro Pascal to Loki to Echo to Madam Web, we kind of touch on all of that stuff, and uh, we have a little fun along the way. So, if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast, heading over to iTunes, heading over to Spotify, rating, reviewing, liking, subscribing, all of these good things really help us out. If you enjoy the podcast, please tell a friend about the podcast. The more we can grow, the better we go. Does that make sense? You know. On top of that, you can head over to Instagram, where we put up art to go with each episode. We put up clips, and that's a good place to send us messages and disagree with our opinions, suggest things for us to watch. It's a good place to engage with us. Or you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode. Kevin, it's been a busy week. Yes. A busy week. It's been it's been a week for sure. It's it's been a week. I'm a little bit sniffly. I'm a little bit sh- sickly. Did you get to watch Yakuza? Uh, I unfortunately, through my uh, winter sickness haze, did not. Okay, you um, watched you watched half of it, I believe. I watched half of it, so we're gonna like we're going to. We're pressed for time. The world is busy. Uh, uh, there's there's war torn states, and 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 uh, David Cameron is back as the foreign secretary. So a, a lot's going on in the world. David uh, Cameron is a Tony Blair. I thought it was Tony Blair for some reason. No, Cameron. I thought, I thought Tony Blair was back for something. Tony Blair is probably out there talking, but I think he's doing a lot of like private speaking work. Um, mm-hmm. David Cameron is back uh, working as I think the foreign secretary for Rishi Sunak's government. Um, from the House of Lords, uh, which is a contentious and interesting uh, problem. It's happened historically, but it um, it means that he is not as accountable to the House of Lords under the standard, or to the House of Commons uh, under the standard sort of rules and regulations as an elected MP to the House of Commons would be. Sitting in the House of Lords, he's a little more uh, loosey-goosey. Um, but he does have a, an extensive history and relationship in foreign wheelings and dealings, which might make him a good one. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I don't know how I've immediately pivoted off on that. Uh, Suella Breverman, of course, uh, uh, sacked. Um, you know, big weeks. Big weeks. A lot, lot going on in politics. Oh, this is a nerd podcast, well, right? Which podcast are we recording? Which podcast are we, are we recording? Uh, are we recording oh. Common People? Common People, our political podcast? Common People, our political podcast about the House of Commons. Yeah, uh, uh, well, that that's not strictly pertaining to the House of Commons. That's your field of expertise. I'm more about uh, Dolly uh, catch up, da- yes. daily daily catch up, Dolly, 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 daily news, Dolly news. Yeah, bend southern, over backwards pronunciation wise. A southern, a, a southern doll. That's so funny. I kind of like that. Do you want to start a? political podcast called common people talk dolly news no uh, we deal with um uh, uk irish political goings on no sounds right. that sounds hellish and nightmare to me all right i mean i'm just saying jacob rees mogg isn't gonna get sassed by himself i'd rather Someone's have got a sass him i'd rather stick to our nerd podcast where nerd podcast did you watch season two of about, loki uh 
Zack Snyder and Marvel. I, I did watch season two of Loki. Um, uh, Talking yeah. briefly to Ben in uh, the barbershop about it. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, lovely grew, uh, by the way. Thank you very much. Got the haircut. Um, yes. It's a bit chaotic this morning as I've uh, I've just rolled off the couch, you he know yourself. Like, he looks like somebody from the Smiths. Oh, no, from the Cure. Well, there's only one person that I could look like, and he looks like a condom fell on a barber room floor. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, so that's not great. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Loki. Then enjoyed Loki and asked about the teller of stories. What did you make of the ending? Um, Like, you know, it's kind of, it, you know what? It's It's an ending. And that's that's enough for me. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Like you know, it kind of puts him in a different place. Um, the fact that like he couldn't, he basically had to sacrifice himself because, uh, oh my god, what's their name? Hang Victor Timely, TVA Mobius, no. um, Sylvie, Sylvie, Sylvie. Uh, yeah, the fact that he kind of had to sacrifice himself because F- Sylvie just couldn't not could couldn't not kill Kang. Yeah. Um, is that correct? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he kept on trying to stop her from killing him, killing him, it just wouldn't work. Well, I think the problem is, I think he, if I had to guess, or if I had to put more on it, I'd say that eventually Loki would have been able to find a way to stop Sylvie killing Kang. Mm-hmm. But I think what he learned in talking to, sorry, He Who Remains, I think what he learned in talking to He Who Remains is that whether he lives or whether he dies his plan is being fulfilled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, he who remains basically told him, I knew you'd loop around and stop me being killed. Oh, wow, okay. Did you not get that? Uh, I probably missed it, but go on. That's what that conversation with him was when he froze time with Sylvie. And was talking to him, was like, did you really think I'd let myself be killed and not have it? Like, he knew, Mm. he, he, he said, I laid the path for you to be here. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 you're right. Um, So, I actually think that that, I think that undermined what was cool about He Who Remains as well. I really think that they set up an amazing character and an amazing outcome and then didn't know what to do with it. Mm. Because the end of season one, He Who Remains willfully accepting his death because it resets a timeline and knows that this is just a looping Mm. process that will ultimately filter back to to status quo. I thought that's phenomenal. That, That, or phenomenal, like that acceptance mm-hmm. of like yeah of course you kill me this is what happens you either kill me or i just keep running time That's, these are the two options for him to have had a fucking escape clause i think makes him seem weaker to me it's like he was scared to death okay fair. that's not as cool that's not as cool as the guy who's like i don't give a shit this thing just loops see yep. you, see you soon um like it's you know like bill murray and groundhog day he's happy to climb off the cliff because he he's coming back like that acceptance is is interesting but mm-hmm. having having a fucking eject button I'm like oh that's weakened victor timely weakened kang in quantum mania getting punched to death by paul rudd like that's our, our good friend chris's take on that is um all the superpowers in the world and it boiled down to paul rudd punching a man in the head fair 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 i agree yeah like what yeah. i did say before like kind of I'm, i i have kind of less he you know kang seems seems less is formidable the word mm-hmm. uh, that I initially perceived him to be, you know, like we've yeah. seen him just get his butt kicked now a handful of times. Um, do you think there's any truth in the in the in the rumors that Marvel are kind of officially Pivoting. moving away from Kang? I do. Yeah, I do. At this point, I do simply because 
um, there's enough PR about it going on that it's like whether or not it's all um, organic and has come of its own volition or whether or not there's a lot of seeds being planted by Marvel to soften the way and pave the way and let people know this is coming and it not surprise people. Mm-hmm. The fact that people have walked off of Kang Dynasty and whatever the hell else, like the fact that well, it walked off or been removed or resigned, whatever the, the situation may or may be, may not be. Um, the fact that Jonathan Majors is embroiled in a very unsavory legal battle. Like, mm-hmm. it's not even just that he's in a legal battle. It's not a guy who's like, you know, it's not a Robert Downey Jr., Charlie Sheen in the 90s, oh, they've got a problem with drugs and alcohol and they're a bit messy. This is a, yeah, this, hurt is somebody. a dom- this is a domestic abuse issue in a way that, um, as was pointed out sort of a few months back at the time, his publicists, whose job it is, and who regularly work with people who they need to uh, reform in a public eye, stepped away from them. And if they think they can't spin this, that's a terrible sign. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that and I do think season two of Loki managed, even though I think it's a very uneven season that mm-hmm. lost sight of what it could have been. Yeah, there's, there's, it's not very memorable. No, they spent um, there's seven a, episodes chasing a fucking gadget literally yeah um they've very i think elegantly uh in that last episode paved the way for dismissing kang as a footnote in the marvel Mm. saga just the moment where um i can't remember the name of the the judge but she says to mobius um, uh renslayer it isn't renslayer it's the other lady oh yes okay yeah sorry do you know her name i don't but i know what you're talking about um, she says to Mobius, uh, how are we doing keeping track of Kang's variants? And he just kind of casually tosses a, for- a-, a folder on the desk like, this isn't a big deal. He's like, yeah, little trouble on 616, but okay, a little trouble on an adjacent 616 dimension, which is the quantum realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all under control. So in that one sentence, they just went, hmm. Kang- Kang's not a problem. Paul Rudd punched him out. You know, like they can they can make him more of a matter if they really want to. Yeah. Or they can let that sentence stand as uh, an evaluation of the fact that Kang isn't a threat. Yeah. Like I I read a thing. uh, I should have said to you, but I read a thing that was basically saying like Marvel felt that they were pressured by Disney to release the big phase, whatever phase we're on now plan. And that, uh, yeah, that they'll revise it. Um, I was watching Comic Tropes uh, on YouTube. Shout out mm-hmm. to Comic Tropes if people are interested. Go check it out. Um, I yeah, it's 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 grand. Uh, but um, he was saying that next year the only Marvel movie to be released next year is Deadpool three. The only movie next year is Deadpool three. Is that correct? Yes. And then in two thousand and twenty four, sorry, two thousand twenty five. I think we have, you know, obviously the DC, different things in DC, but for Marvel, you have, uh, oh, what was it, Blade? Blade won't be out next year. No, 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 1025, Pat. Oh, Sorry, 1025. It was, oh, I can't remember. It was Blade, um, oh, Sugar, I can't remember. Uh, let me see if I can find it. But uh, but the fact that we only have Deadpool coming out next year is crazy. How many, I think we had like six Marvel movies this year. Yeah, I... I think um which is too much it's it really is for the best if they slow the fuck oh, down 100 percent. i said the same thing um i 
like have you got a chance to see Marvels? Not yet. No shit. No. God. Then it's like there's like seven movies out this year. I think. Are you eager to see Marvels? Um. Yeah. Like I would be. hundred percent. Like I. I give all the Marvel movies the same. Uh. I just, the only reason I didn't go see it is because when it came out, I think I well I was sick and Ema was away, so I didn't really want to leave the dog alone by herself. Uh. And I was sick, like I said. And uh, then yeah, just the last week has gone by. I might. I might try to see it on Friday. Cool. Um, I did. I listened to a clip of Mark Kermode, who is again my go-to reviewer. Uh, he and I tend to see eye to eye, to the point, as I've said on the podcast previously, that like I tend to see the movie first and then listen to Mark Kermode rather than be influenced, mm-hmm, just to mm-hmm. see if we actually are on the same page. In this instance, I haven't managed to see Marvels, but I he got to a point where he he in this clip said, "I have seen all of the Marvel movies because it is my job. I haven't seen the TV series. I had no idea what was going on in this film. The characters were likable." the the performance was like I like some of the big bo- Bollywood spectacle I have no idea what was going on and ultimately I didn't care and have, like, okay have you that seen that guy gives everything the best chance in the world he's the most even handed guy and have you seen the Marvels I haven't no I haven't, uh, I haven't had a Benny chance, has but I think it's telling that I haven't bent over backwards to go which I would with many Marvel movies I, yeah well I've definitely done that with a few of them lately this year I've kind of it's been a week or two before I've seen them yeah so go on, Benny has. Benny has seen it. He said, I think he said he thinks it's all right, but he said like, really felt like there was a gap somewhere. He's like, there's flashbacks to stuff that he said like felt like a, like a movie that was never made. Yeah, I mean, I think the, um, I always felt the like, the the WandaVision, Monica Rambeau getting superpowers moment for some reason, maybe it was the conditions under which I watched it, it felt underwhelming. Oh, dude, basically, like, kind of, like, it's like, how did Monica get her powers again? It's like, oh, yeah, she kind of slipped through the thing on the machine. But it didn't, like, it didn't make a big enough deal about it for me. It didn't do an origin moment for mm. her. Like, it gave her that walk through the wall thing. But you get to the other side of it, and it's like, there's no... I don't know, it didn't feel like Cap coming out of the machine and running around and demonstrating his speed and his strength and his newfound powers and, yeah. and, and dealing with it. It didn't feel like she got a, oh, I'm a superhero now moment, even though she did have, like, over the course of the next two episodes, you get you got to see her, like, slowly go, oh, I can do this now. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just didn't, like, I was never really clear that they had defined her as having a set of superpowers. I know, yeah, yeah. But the only thing is, like, to be honest, out of the three of them, she's one of the coolest looking. I love her costume and stuff of like that, like, um... But like, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, I'll go see it. But I just, I, I just on the on the, I just there's two things I want to say to you. Uh, well, I think it was seven Marvel movies this year. Mm. I think we had Thor: Love and Thunder four, Thor: Love and Thunder, <sighs> Ant Man three. Was that the end of last year? Has the year been? Go on. Well, maybe it wasn't. Love and Thunder is twenty two. Twenty two. Oh my God! Is it? Jesus Christ! My brain's gone completely fried. Uh, what's Marvel release? July 22 <laughs> what uh, what releases did we get this year Black Panther Black Panther mm. Ant-Man Doctor Strange what's Doctor Strange 2022 for Black Panther Doctor what's Strange 2022 as well Jesus my brain's gone completely wrong um, give me a second I'm going to type and the noise of typing is clatty 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 um, well the films that we've had in 2023 from Marvel yes I feel like we had a lot but maybe we didn't Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Guardians, the Marvels. Oh, is that it? That's it, feature film-wise. And then last year, then, we must have had loads, was it? Last year, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange. Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man. Was Ant-Man this year or last year? I don't know, buddy. Quantumania was this year as well. Okay. I was thinking there was more, but... 
Yeah. Um, yeah, Ant-Man was February, so it was pretty early in the year. Ant-Man, Galaxy, or, yeah, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Fair. Um, okay, well, the thing that I was going to say anyways, uh, with the with the uh, actor strike ending and all that kind of stuff, Marvel have announced that they've shifted some of their release dates. Uh, the only MCU movie coming out in 2024 will be Deadpool on July 26th. Captain America Brave New World has moved... Uh, to the 20, 2005. New World Order. Yes. New World Order. Um, oh, which world. has a... Nope, New World Order. Which, because that has a very conspiratorial association. Okay, yes. Um, and, uh, again, uh, the report on that is test screenings were so poor that they're going into eight months of reshoots. Significant structural reshoots. Reshoots are a normal part of filmmaking. You always go and make do reshoots, but... Um, this film is also featuring a Israeli superhero called Sabra, which is, uh, given the current climate, Baptist. potentially tricky. Yeah. I don't know what they've done with this character. Um, I don't know what this character's stance, agenda, goals, or whatever are. Um, being a Captain America movie, being a Marvel movie, generally they're pretty middle of the road, I guess. But um, yeah, be curious. Curious to see what eight months of reshoots does to a movie, but it's not. I don't know. Not a good, not a good sign. Not a good sign. Or you know, well, or potentially it could fix it. Who knows? Uh, remains to be seen. Um, but it's not a good sign. Uh, Thunderbolts will now come out on the twenty fifth of July. We had some Thunderbolts no news this week as well. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. What's the guy's name? Harrison Ford. No, not Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts news with the Sentry. Oh, Stephen Yen. Yes. Stephen Yen, um, Robert Kirkman has apparently leaked that Stephen Yen will be playing the Sentry. Yeah, he made a sideways comment about Stephen, who is the voice of Invincible, talking about the fact that I guess I only play superheroes that wear blue and yellow. Yeah. Um, which is, like, that's not a, that's not a, you know what I mean? That's not a, like, oh, you know me, I always wear superheroes that are, have arms and legs like he had to bend over backwards to form a sentence that gives you a hint as to who he's playing yeah because also what other marvel superhero wears blue and yellow what other dc superhero wears blue and yellow you'd have to go maybe booster gold technically wolverine wears blue and blue and yellow this is true do uh, you think steven wen could play lots of x-men play wolverine uh, lots of x-men wear blue and yellow um some and I, technically, if he's if 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 we're to believe it's for the Thunderbolts, he might not necessarily be a superhero. Yeah, no, I think he said the, the superheroes I play were yeah. blue and yellow. Um, look, this is cool. Um, Sentry, I don't know what they've done with Sentry since the original run of Sentry. I read the original run of Sentry. I yeah, like the original I run of the Sentry. First issue, yeah, I loved it as a um, a publicity stunt. Yes, yeah, it was very clever. You know all of that. Yep. Um, they, for for uh, our listeners who don't know, Marvel suggested that they had basically found, I think I would believe, some lost material of a superhero that Jack and Stan had worked on back in the day. Yeah, it was a Wizard article. Well, yeah, yeah, it was right. a fake Wizard they, article. They released it in uh, Wizard, which was a magazine for our listeners. Um, <laughs> back in the day, it used to be like yeah. my favorite thing. My favorite uh, week of the comic buying month was when Wizard magazine was out because it was, you you go, know, it was the internet before the internet. Yeah. For um, those who had access to as a magazine. <laughs> um, poor old Athlone, huh? Um, P- 
poor old Raskaman. But then, yeah, they they basically said, "Oh, we're delving into the archives for a, a long forgotten character," and they printed like images from pages that no one had ever seen. But like, basically, it was all made up. It was yeah. awful. Yeah, um, it was very good. And the idea was yeah. that we kind of had forgotten about it because that was, you know, part of the story. Um, so the century century is going to be coming to the MCU. We we've talked about that before. There was talks about uh, Cavill and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Fantastic Four is set to start filming in January with a release date of oh, shit, May twenty yeah. fifth, and Pedro Pascal is in talks to be Mister Fantastico. Yeah. Now I saw different reports on this. It was like in talks slash confirmed slash back to in talks. Is it? Is it? Is I'd it say in talks or is basically, it I'd say it's confirmed. And because I get this day, man, if they're going to start filming in January. You think they're going to start filming in January? Well, that's what that's that's that, that's what they. Uh, I think I, it's going to start production in January, which probably means let's write a oh. script. Okay, it, does it say filming? I don't know what you. I can't remember. At. No, no. I I, I just it, says, it probably said start production in January. Um, I, I would wait. I would wager there's a lot of um, resetting and trying to figure out the universe now, especially in the light post um, writer strike and everything. Yeah, and the Kang's events and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. fear not for people who are worried about the lack of Marvel movies, certainly from the MCU next year, because Sony are happily going to scratch that itch, and next year apparently we're going to have Venom Tree, Craven the Hunter. I'm surprised there's a trilogy a venom trilogy and last but not least madam webb february 14th have you seen yeah, the trailer so for madam webb i have seen the trailer for madam webb wow this is a really comics heavy week like i you know the way i always try and get through the comic news and pivot yeah. on a little bit because otherwise we get caught in it but at the same time like how quickly did we just get past the fact that pedro pascal is is the front runner for mr fantastic i you know, know yeah like yeah. Are, are you happy with that uh, well, but Pedro casting, yeah, buddy. At this stage, I don't give a flying fuck who they cast or whatever. Someone was talking about a female Silver Surfer, obviously usual dorks, uh, crying out loud and all kinds of stuff. I yeah. don't care. Just give me a good Fantastic Four movie. Like I saw, I clip- did this maths. Um, uh, I did this maths the other day. Um, with Bob, and I didn't quite realize. I didn't quite. Re- I didn't quite realize this until I stopped to think about it. 1994, Alex Hyde White. Uh, 2003, Owen Grafud. 2010, or whenever that was, Miles Teller. John Krasinski in Doctor Strange. We're on our fifth with Pedro, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, we're on our fifth Mister yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, that's and like, are there it, that many Batman's? No, I was gonna say if if like if you really want to go down there, there aren't that many Superman. But I was gonna say people always throw throw in like you know Kevin Conroy when they speak about Batman or Joker, Mark Hamill when they talk about Joker. Like there's been voice actors in the cartoons as well. Like I didn't count any of those. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't count any of the animated ones. There's a lot. Uh, yeah, surprise. Um, I just saw a clip from the Miles Teller one where they're all standing looking out at the Baxter building kind of talking about like naming it and then the different things. And it's it's horrendous. It's horrendous. Uh, and it's just kind of like, that's why like, I, I've just, like, I don't, like I said, I don't care. I don't care who they cast or whatever. If they do an X-Men movie and, you know, like some of my favorite characters are changed gender or orientation or whatever. Couldn't give a fuck. Couldn't give a fuck. Never bothers me. Just make good movies. 
Well, okay. Yes, agreed. Um, I think what I want to do, though, is just go... Um, just acknowledge, though, that, like, Pedro's great. Pedro's great. Pedro can play it really goofy and fun and light. Pedro can play it really fucking serious. We've seen The Last of Us. We've seen um, the unbearable lightness of being. Unbearable lightness. The, unbearable the massive weight, weight of unbearable talent. Yes, yeah, that, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm getting mixed up. Um, like, of course, you see, again, the usual dorks going, but Stevie Reed Richards isn't a Latin character. And it's like, okay, this really? That's your fucking... That's what's bothering you? with. Anyway, um... I did see somebody saying, I saw a tweet that was just like, they need to realize that Reed Richards can't be likable. He's an asshole. Yeah. And I was like, is he? Yeah, he is. He is. When did we lean into this characterization of him as an asshole? Because I remember early comics and I remember the the cartoon. He was staid and stuffy, but I don't remember him being an asshole. But they have lent into this, they've lent into this character over the years maybe he's just evolved in a way that i missed because i haven't been reading it well to being ha- like the greatest mind in, in human civilization and making these really like callous decisions like sending the hulk off world and like wiping people's brains and like whatever like he's at the council of reeds i guess is a thing as well isn't it yeah um and he's the, I... ma- the maker and all that kind of stuff well this is what i was just gonna say it's basically like it's like lots of marvel characters basically they they're all just like you know in a in a dick swinging contest, there's a lot of like I'm the most intelligent man. I'm the most intelligent the man. World's most powerful psychic. Everything's in superlatives. Yeah, like he, he used to just be a smart person. Yeah, and he you know like they were Marvel's first family, and yep. he was loving husband and had like his best friend Ben Grimm, and like I know that it's me looking back to a simpler time of characterization. But I'm kind of sad that in the time that I've gone from like reading Fantastic Four comics to now, because I guess I kind of fell off reading Fantastic Four comics before read, World War Hulk and stuff. Did like you I, read? I must have fallen off in the mid two thousands. Yeah, well, I definitely fell off in the mid two thousands. Well, I to be honest, like I read, I would have read a, a good bit of stuff in the late nineties, early two thousands, because I remember having like the different comics and stuff in primary school and things. Read more. I read a lot of Fantastic Four and a lot of Avengers growing up because that's all I had access to and X Men. But um, yeah. in the Panini reprints, but uh, but I don't know, like I, I like the Fantastic Four stuff I read back in the day, I loved, and it was actually some great stuff. But uh, I've kind of I've realized, like my my say impression or my yeah my opinion or my impression of these characters and all the kind of stuff are so different because I haven't read books or watched media or whatever since then. So like lately, I've been I've been watching a good few videos and listening to podcasts about the X Men. And where they are now, and all that kind of stuff, and it's like it's really kind of like it's been a real education in the sense of just like well, all these characters are so different than what I perceived them to be. Like I've I've kept up with like the likes of you know Daredevil and Moon Knight and different ones, and I've kept an ear an eye on what's going on in the, in the comics and all that kind of stuff with DC and everything. But it's just like it's like when you actually come down to it, it's just like okay, like so I know like if I was to have a conversation about X Men with an X Men fan, I'd know nothing. Yeah, this you is know? it. The 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 uh the very simple uh, simple version of the x-men as a school of superheroes yeah little like being like the thunder thunderbirds you know just yeah. going out and stopping little local things to the fact that they're a nation state run by 
like I I have no I have no idea what the whole um what's the island called? Krakoa. I have no idea what's going on in the whole the Krakoa age. The living island. Um which is I, I, there's just not enough time. I, well, I Krakoa is an old concept from like Jack Kirby and Sandy's days. Um it, it had come up once or twice there. But uh but uh oh man, like not a clue, like but if for example, if you were some way inclined to pick up comics and read them and all that jazz and you were interested in the X-Men, I'd say with obviously with the more and more talks with the X-Men coming to the MCU or to the screen or whatever you want to say, um, I think Marvel are going to start slowly kind of phasing out the stuff that they've been working on with the X-Men. Yeah. I think they're going to do a soft reboot and that's going to be more in line with like you know teams that are going to be in shows and tv movies do you know what i mean yeah yeah um then they're going to do a soft reboot so if somebody wanted it was inclined to read x-men comics or wanted to read x-men comics i think in the next year or so it'll be a good jumping on point yeah they've got to like prepare the way a little bit yeah they always do for it um what else didn't we touch on then fantastic four you were pivoting onto something. I do want to say we we got off of Loki before going. That image of him walking on that bridge. Yeah, that was all great stuff. The costume that they chose, a very late era, like um I can't remember the name of the artist, but like that 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 wraparound cape mm. to hood look with the big dark horns, yeah. the 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 very resigned look on his face for you, for all of us, that callback to the first movie where his I know. Like the last line he delivers was beautiful. Um, the idea that he sits at the center of time, observing and maintaining reality, burdened with glorious purpose. Most glorious purposes more burdened, or most purposes more burdened than glorious. Yes, yeah. Um, that he finally doesn't want a throne and has it thrust upon him. Like, and the yeah. fact that that image then. That image of the individual strand scattered into the threads of a loom weaves together to form the fibers of Yggdrasil, the world tree. I know, that was what lovely. a beautiful callback to everything Nordic. Yes, yeah. And then there's this concept then that the the almost cosmic level that he's reached, bathed in those hues of green and, and, and management of strands of reality, and time, sorry, of, of the timelines. Mm-hmm kind of mirrors where Wanda's crimson rage and uh, desire to remold reality to her purpose. Mm. We've got two beats of a personified cosmic versions of the Time Stones. And is that something that they were working towards? The idea that our our archetypal heroes are moving towards beings that are at a power level to fight a sort of kind of beyonder character. Yeah, I know. Um, which is interesting but when people started saying that I started to go I have no faith in Marvel that they're thinking that deep at this point I don't think they know what they're doing no no like when people go isn't he he's the teller of stories and he's become the time stone personified and when Doctor Strange is looking through all the strands of reality he's really looking through the eyes of Loki like I don't think they've like what a lovely interpretation I don't think that's where they're at I know I but like it's like it's just it's fans isn't it? like you know kind of like i i just i just i consume this stuff and then i kind of rarely think about it afterwards you know unless i just mm-hmm. thought it was a lot of fun and I had a lot of fun but it's like uh fans kind of like they love reading this stuff and they love you know kind of reworking these things or whatever uh yeah um but it's like uh 
it's like when Game of Thrones is out, all the fan theories and all the different things, and it was just like never never went, never came to anything, you know. There's always a lot of like uh, there's a word. There's always a lot of like uh, hypothesizing, maybe, but at least nothing. Yeah, hypothesizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think what you're gonna end up with is like you know simpler thinking, but like we're just we're just doing Marvel this week, um, like. I don't get a sense from Marvel Phase 5 that we've got a clear path. I don't get a sense knowing that we're dealing with Deadpool C- Deadpool 3 and Thunderbolts. But, like, Sentry... Sentry's a big ad. That's know, a yeah. big ad of a character. Yeah, he's huge. You know, like, that is done right. Like, it, it feels like the way they, they introduced Gore the God Butcher. Yeah. Is Sentry the villain? Is Sentry the villain, and what's the name of the uh, the alter ego? Uh, I want to say the Void. Yeah, the Void. The Void. So, yeah. I mean, that feels like if by the time you put Sentry into a movie for the first time, then the Thunderbolts are dealing with the Void. The Thunderbolts are dealing with the conflict of Thunderbolt Ross wanting the most powerful version of a hero on his team as he can, but not realizing the evil that it unleashes at the same time, because the Sentry is very much a a polar magnet magnetic polar kind of character that you can't have one without the other these two exist simultaneously in a sort of quantum state the more powerful sentry becomes the more powerful the void comes and they have to fight each other and the only way to get rid of the void is for the sentry to cease to be um is that is did i just that uh, thunderbolt movie <laughs> yeah probably uh, yeah yeah um that that's the thing. He's too big a character. Too, not big, in the sense that he's got a following, or in the sense that people want to see it. But he's too big in the sense of the power that he brings. I know, yeah. To but I throw away. But do you think it's a, they're definitely going to? They're definitely going to do a bit of a. Is it? Was it? Was it? I want to say, Hutch. No, it wasn't Hutch. Um. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, that. Will Smith movie with the kind of when Hitch. he was what was it called? Hitch. What was it called? Hitch, yeah. Um uh yeah, so kind of I think they'll do like a bit of a homeless, disorientated, lost superhero type story with him. Oh, that's not Hitch. Um no, it's not Hitch. It's Hancock. Hancock. Hancock, yeah. 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 Um, but also but also kind of like Look, I, I, I think I think Robert Kirkman. I think and Char- sorry, I just remembered Charlize Theron is in that, and I just remember that Doctor Strange runs into Charlize Theron at the end of that movie. Like all of the open threads and the characters just dropped in. Uh, fucking uh, 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 Harry Styles, Fox, Star Fox, uh, Star Fox, Hercules at the end of Thor, Hercules, uh, Blade in the dark, and the Black Knight. But we know Blade's coming. Black Knight with that sword. Yeah, like. There are so many open threads. I yeah. I know. I so still, when when, when people like... are trying to work out what the arc is for... What, what is it? What the fuck is it? Yeah. Hey, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Hawkeye, Avengers, Thanos. Everything served the team and the villains. You're just throwing characters in now and I don't know where it's going. Yeah. But you wanted to talk about Madam Web. Uh, I well, I just well, well I was going to say. Um, I also think like 
like Robert Kirkman, I think, was on David Finch's live stream when he said the thing about uh, Century and stuff, you know, which is great for David Finch. I'm sure he got lots of hits in that video. But uh, it's kind of a case of like, uh, like you know, this even the story like, oh, I guess I wear only people wearing like yellow and blue, whatever. It's like a real stretch of a conversation. It's like that's a poorly, <laughs> like it could have just been like if that's how they wanted to leak the information or whatever, fine. But like better, better, it's a stretch, you know, and um, like who talks like that? But apparently Shang Chi's two moves forward as a did director. David Finch draw Sentry on that video? No, he was drawing Omni Man. He has drawn Sentry though. He has drawn Sentry, yes. Yeah, like that's what that's how you end up like bending over backwards to talk about it, you know? Yeah. Just to uh, let you know that uh, uh, Steven said the only. Uh, well, Kirkman said he doesn't care because he doesn't work for Marvel. But then imagine if it blew in Steven Young's face and he lost a job. Yeah. But um. But because uh, Stephen non-disclosed to exactly yeah Kirkman. yeah exactly uh, so apparently though like Shang Chi's director who was yeah. linked to direct Kang's Dynasty deadline reports yeah. that he's stepped down from directing Avengers Kang Dynasty to focus on existing mm-hmm. MCU obligations he said he is still overseeing the Wonder Man TV show and it's developing <sighs> a sequel for Shang Chi as well I still want Wonder Man I know I know I know but I still want Wonder Man Shang Chi. Is still there. The rings are Eternals tech? Where did we land on that? They're Quantum Realm tech? What did they... They're the same tech as Kamala Kama, Khan's Kama, bracelet? I Where thought did we they land? might be the same tech as Kamala Khan's, but... Are they Kree? Like... They're also... Apparently, they're they're also talking to Mads Mikkelsen as playing Doctor Doom, which is like, okay, <laughs> whatever. But Mads Mikkelsen was playing, in Doctor Strange. Yeah, I know, yeah. Like, what are we even doing? Why are we even talking about this? Um, Madam Web Madam Web looked horrendous I don't know I think there's a shot of one of the, one of the actors in their black and white Spider-Man costume and it looks like an AI image yeah uh, Madam Web I don't I don't know how to process it maybe it's going to be fucking great the costumes no I don't like them um, I'm again a simpler older Marvel fan I'm I'm not a fan of the Doctor Octopus spider limbs that Spider-Man has. Sup- superior Spider-Man. Or, sorry, yeah, I know what you're saying. The, the, the... I mean, play the, play the video games. Iron Spider, like, yeah. he has them in Avengers. Like, it's just become a canon thing that Spider-Man... <sighs> I mean, maybe not so much in the comics when he's in the classic blue and red, I guess. I haven't looked at it in a while. Yeah. But like the fact that so many iterations I see have the, the Iron Spider legs at this point, it's like... Are we? Is that just it? We're just there. That's what it is. Um, they're cool, but they're very technical. And they're very busy, and I just love how simple the the sort of sixties acrobatic yeah, yeah superhero looks were. I think that's I think that's um, what ultimately everybody likes. The other stuff is fun, but you know, old the, man rant. The old man rant. Uh, just the mm. Madam Web. Like I have the trailer on here, and like uh, yeah. it's it's just it's wild. It's so wild. And then they, I, I remember just the line in it is like, I think he was with my father when my mother was studying spiders and when my mother died studying spiders in Brazil or something. It's like, it's like, oh my God. It's with Sony, it's the 2000s again. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, it's not as if like, it's like, guys, we have, we have like 20 odd years now, I guess, of superhero movies that are doing, that have done pretty well to tell stories. Uh, it's like, what are you, what, it's like, it's like, what are you talking about? Some of this stuff still feels like a predates Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, you know? The the character that we see, like, I, I want to dwell on the, like, I want to dwell on the, like, 
the villain that we the, see in this. The weird Spider-Man guy. Ezekiel. I have spoken about him before. J. Michael Straczynski originated that character in his run. Uh-huh. Um, that was my favorite run of Spider-Man when I was reading Spider-Man. Because was that, was that, the, was that by John Romita for some reason? No. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I do know yeah. that run. John yeah. Romita drew forever on that. Yeah. Um, and still is drawn Spider-Man, I think. I think he um, is, yeah. But I think he's gone back to it, yeah. Yeah, he went back after the Superman so, run and the Captain America run. Okay, Straczynski so a, tweeted, is like, yeah. that's definitely Ezekiel. It's news to me. Um, I don't know what they're doing with him. Like, he was surprised to see him. Um, I liked that character. I liked, I guess it was a period where the idea of revisionist takes on a superhero character was kind of new to me and novel novel um the idea that it took spider-man away from the 1960s nu- reactionary nuclear radiation phase of comic mm-hmm. books to a the more marvel cosmic deity kind of space mm-hmm. where we had sitarak the crimson bands of sitarak um the concept being that like these bands or this gemstone gave uh gave juggernaut his powers and he was the he was Sitarak's avatar on earth the the mm. this this avatar of force or power unstoppable force um and they introduced this concept of of you know battling gods you know creating waging if not a war or uh, going through their tensions through avatars on Earth. The same way that, I guess, you would get to it, Moon Knight. Hey, I forgot Moon Knight exists, so we're ever going to see him again. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. And so Ezekiel presented to Peter Parker the concept that there's usually a spider avatar on the Earth. Uh, probably, I can't remember if they related it to the god Anansi, mm. spider god. Yeah, they know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anansi, um, great episode. I can't of remember American if they did Godspeed. that, I'd have to guess. Yep. Um, so the idea that like Ezekiel was an older man who had gone through a ritual in South America in his youth to get these powers and had served as a, a spider god's avatar on Earth. And like it put that quite like it's a stupid nerd question. But it was just like, did the spider give you powers because it was irradiated or did it get irradiated trying to give you powers? Mm. Like, Was it picking you as the avatar? Um, you and it. it it let them do things like introduce Morlin, who is the 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 sort of this wasp avatar or the, this natural predator of spiders, like mm-hmm. this this personification of a, a, a spider's predator. Um, it looked at like it tried to like examine the idea that like Spider-Man is always fighting a- animal totems. Yes, yeah, um, which, I, which I always liked with the rhino and the octopus yes, and vulture. Yes, of course, of course, uh, and we like that. We like that. I like that. Cool. Yeah. And it gave them a way to bathe Peter Parker's Spider-Man in a in a cocoon of spiders and complete his immersion mm. and his conversion to Spider-Avatar, which gave him natural web shooters, mm. which kind of retconned the idea that a 16-year-old boy came up with a high tensile strength deployment for uh, yeah, I know. biodegradable... Spider web, web shooting, yeah, in an industrial like it was like okay, let's just retcon the idea, this little bit of nutsiness, yeah, um, yeah. And then that arc as well had you know, um, Parker revealing himself to the public as part of the 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 registration process S- of superheroes, uh, yeah, Tony Stark, 
his home getting destroyed him moving into avengers mansion with aunt may and mary jane he was married to mary jane i think they had the daughter uh he worked for tony stark as a scientist because he's a fucking genius um may parker ended up dating jarvis like there was this sense that like oh we're seeing career and character development for these characters they're moving to new spaces we're going to explore what this means for these characters and then one more day which was uh, somebody at Marvel going we've got too far away from well, Spider-Man 1963's is. Spider-Man and he dealed with the devil rewrote history and we reset Peter Parker to living in his aunt's house struggling to pay rent as a photographer single it just rewrote everything. I was just like, oh, we've re- reset. At which point I was like, okay, well, I'm out. Like, I just fell off Spider-Man ever since because it was just... Yeah, a lot of I'd like to did. say I kept reading comics and I did read the odd comic, but like, it just broke it for me that they would just reset after we were just starting to see two, three, four years worth of actual like growth and development. Yeah, I know. Um, well, that's one more day is kind of, it's very debated, isn't it's infamous, it? Yeah. <laughs> infamous. Yeah. But um, um, I, uh, I would have jumped, I never jumping off comics uh around the first civil war because it's just like i'm a broke ass student and i just can't see me keep up keep up with all these interwinding books and stories and then i made the move to dark horse uh and i love dark horse hellboy and the goon sustained me for years and years uh amongst other books um and then more recently in recent years i've really gravitated towards image image does some great stuff but i also i've also lately have kind of gotten back into a few of the marvel bits and pieces but very very well, we've, yeah, we've talked about you, the, the, the Ghost Rider run you've been on. Yeah, well, I'm reading Ghost Rider. They're actually going to, they're going to announce a new Ghost Rider, apparently, uh, next year um, in the comics. But let's not get okay. into that. A new, and like, away from... Johnny Mays, Danny Ketch, and Robert Riaz. Oh, Robert Riaz. I was going to say Jaime Riaz, but I couldn't get my blue beetle. And Alejandro, Alejandro, is that another one? I can't remember. Um, but yeah. Uh, I, I've just I, I've, re- I've rewatched the Madame Web Trader and I have seen the other costumes uh, and they look horrendous. Um, yeah, it's just bending over backwards. Um, I'm going to have to skedaddle. You're going to have to skedaddle. Yes, I have work. Um, all right. Um, I didn't get to talk accused that next a week. Of, a bunch of stuff. Um, what are we at time wise? Twenty past ten. Takes me forty minutes to walk minutes into the, the dog. Huh? Takes me forty minutes to walk in with the dog. Do you walk in with the dog? Uh, yes, I walk. I walk to the dog and I bring the office. I bring Bill to Emer's office. Oh, yeah. Where's Emer's office these days? Yeah, in the city center. All right. Well, yeah, I was I was going to eventually get us off of comic stuff, but just so much happened comics news wise this week. Yep. Uh, I also went to London last week, and I saw Les Mis, which was very good. Hey everybody, uh, Les Mis, good. Who would have thought? Check it out. Who would have thought? I've never heard of it. Um, the movie? Eh. <laughs> the, the, the concert performance, 10, 15, 25 year performances, pretty good. The live show, like the actual staged production with a narrative, probably the best way to see the play is as the play. Fair. Fair.